One of the best parts of growing up and living in the Midwest is that we get the fullness of the four seasons. And other than when I was in college and a couple years, the first two years out of college, I've lived my entire life in the Midwest. And isn't it wonderful in the fall when we see the leaves change and fall off, and in the winter we get all of the, the winter weather, the spring, we get that wonderful reemergence from the cold, and in the summer we get the warm weather as well. But one of the other hallmarks of living in the Midwest is that we act surprised by all of it. I was this morning, I was like, why is it snowing? And I was like, oh yeah, it's the middle of November. All the trees have fallen off the leaves, or all the leaves have fallen off the trees in the last couple days. It is pointed to this moment. And yet, we are surprised. Everything around us has pointed to this change, to this thing to come. And when it happens, we're a little off guard. We're a little unsettled by it. And this happens throughout our lives, but it happens oftentimes in our faith. We don't pay as close attention as we can to the things in our hearts and in our lives and in the world around us. And then when things change, we're a bit surprised. For instance, over the last, really intensely, the last 20 years, but it's been going on for even longer, we've seen in the Western world one of, if not the greatest exoduses from organized religion and particularly our Catholic faith than has it ever happened at any point in history. And yet, when someone close to us steps away from the faith or goes lukewarm in their faith or leaves the church altogether, we're surprised, we're hurt. We, we didn't see this coming. But when we look to the world, when we look to the challenges, especially within the church herself, we see all of these things. But have we taken the time to meditate upon these signs, to look to the Lord through them, Oftentimes, we don't, or we do it haphazardly. The Second Vatican Council in the Pastoral Constitution on the Church, Gaudium et Spes, it says that we, the Church, and remember, the Church is the people of God, the Church is all of us, are called to read the signs of the times and to interpret them through the light of the Gospel. And we live in increasingly complex, divided, and difficult times. But the Lord has given to us the gifts to read what is out there and again to interpret it through the light of the gospel. But what this means is our hearts need to be open to what is in front of us. God has given us the great gift of rationality and reason. Like in the gospel where Jesus says, look to the fig tree when its, uh, when its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. So too for us when we look to the world and we see conflict, division, animosity, hatred, we know that we are being called as sons and daughters of God to respond through the light of the gospel. We can recognize that. But Jesus doesn't just give us the gift of reason. God doesn't just say, here is this ability to interpret and to infer rightly. God gives us his very revelation. He makes covenant with the people in the Old Testament and becomes one of us in the New Covenant, His body, Jesus Christ, the incarnate Word. God reveals His truth, His teaching, His love for us. 
That is why we cannot just say we need to read the signs of the times. We must continue that, as Gaudium et Spes says, to interpret it through the light of the gospel. That Jesus, God, has given us this ability to know, but also has revealed his truth so that we can do the work in front of us. But such is the grandeur of God's love for us, he doesn't even stop at his revelation. He gives us his very self in the sacraments. And this, it is, this is why it is so important for us to be sacramental people. In order to read the signs of the times and interpret them through the light of the gospel and be the light of Christ in the world that each one of us is called to be, we must become one with Christ. And that is only possible through a sacramental life. To receive every Sunday the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. To go regularly to the sacrament of confession. To baptize our children. To be married in the church. All of these things help us to interpret what's going on around us through the fullness of truth because we are united to truth in the sacraments. In the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, we hear this wonderful prayer there is, that Jesus is the one who offered sacrifice for sins. For by one offering he has made perfect forever those who are being consecrated. Every time we come to Mass, Calvary is present on the altar. Not in a symbol, not in some recreation, but Calvary itself. We are with Jesus on the cross. And the miracle, the beauty of that love is shared with us then through the Eucharist. God's love is so perfectly united to us in that moment that it is then shared with us through the Eucharist. This is what it means to open our hearts to the Lord, to receive Him and then to be open to what is new and in store for us. It's easy to look at these readings and to say, okay, what are these apocalyptic signs? And look for the big signs in our life. But God's love is so great for us, He is showing us each and every moment of our lives. He is inviting us each and every moment of our lives to give our hearts, our minds, our souls, our very life away so that we can find life in Him. But are we willing to take that risk? to open our hearts to the new things that God has in store for us. To realize that those things, and I have to do this every day as the pastor here, but also in terms of just being a disciple of Jesus, those things that work for me in my relationship with Christ may not work for you. And especially the young people who, even though we're not that different in age, they've grown up in a totally different world because of smartphones, technology, social media. How do we respond to that? But more than that, how do we respond to the achings and the yearnings of the human heart that are finding and seeking for their fulfillment in the things that lead them away from God? If anything else, if we look to the world, the division, the hatred, the lack of faith, it should inspire within us this evangelical impulse to become one with Christ and to bring Christ overtly and in just the relationships we build to everyone we encounter. 
it's easy to be surprised by what's going on around us, even if we know it's coming. But Jesus, in his love for us, in the church, in the sacraments, offers us a way to know and to be known and to be united to love so that the way God is calling each of us to love in the world can be manifest and fulfilled. Because reading the signs of the times, interpreting them through the light of the gospel, each and every one of us, in our jobs, in our studies, in our families, in our service to the poor, brings about the good news of Jesus, shares the fullness of his life and his love, and in one way, shape, or form, through our discipleship, through our love, through our being transformed by love, helps to bring about a world more in the image and likeness of love itself.